0: Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo and I'd like to say a big thanks to Juan for sharing me some links to a couple documentaries which I had the pleasure of sitting down and watching last night, finished up work a bit early and was able to, to digest potentially some actions that business and finance can take in order to help create a more stable natural system and financial system around us. Otherwise, to go along with the quote with this post is, there'll be no jobs on a dead planet. And what I'd like to share with you today is just some of those key thoughts from those documentaries. And the first one, you know, when you step back and, and try and appreciate it is our economic system is actually underpinned by the natural world we live in and the resources and the stability it provides us. But we often take it for granted how much in our economic studies, or finance or accounting studies, did we ever really stop to think, what is this system we work in actually based upon? And it is actually based upon our natural systems. And you know, as much as the thinking on the documentary was was very much towards uh, doing something about it, I did think they had a fair point in that we probably weren't doing as a profession a good job as distinguishing between good and bad growth opportunities. If If you look at our textbooks, I don't think we have much in the way of sustainability finance out there at the moment, even though we probably should be a bit more aware of it. And if we don't start doing are getting our heads around it now you could probably see an increased uh, amount of complexity into the future and just because nature provides these resources and services to us for free and we've built our civilizations on it if we want to keep that going finance business and the financial sector you know will have a crucial role to play in funding those things that ensure a stable future ahead or steering investments away from things that are destructing that. Future and really a big area where we can start looking at is is decision making, making sure they're a bit more longer term as opposed to short term. If you look at back at the turn of the last decade, the impact of the subprime crisis, the global shock, the following economics collapse uh, collapses, you you would then point to the flaws in the financial system that short termism, the 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 so-called greed. But those flaws still exist today, we've not really learned our lessons. And if the recent pandemic we've just gone through teaches anything, we're not doing enough to prepare for these events. Many lives have lost and, and costing us billions, and if not trillions of dollars, and we should be expecting more of these high impact shocks to our financial systems and our businesses if we don't start doing anything about it now, unlike these pandemics, we can't isolate ourselves from those effects. And more concerning, if it goes past the point of no return, our businesses, our jobs, careers and everything cannot be rebuilt. So one of the documentaries, Our Planet Too Big to Fail, was really about five actions that we can take over the next 10 years to have a more stable future and a more stable financial system. And I'm not going to go through all of them here, but the first one, and I think very much resonates with what we do in accounting and finance, is to understand and minimize our risks and understand where we can prevent those those impacts from the global shocks of happening and having transparency in all the risks. You know, a simple example is if sea levels continue to rise, then those people with operations or, or properties or investments, say, on the various coastal areas, uh, the value of those properties investments will drop. So let's start taking some action now. And, and really, that was the point of Mark Carney, the former governor of the Bank of England, and I think of the Canadian bank, was the biggest risk is actually in action today. So I think a good area for us to focus on is to improve our risk management understanding and transparency, and it will involve thinking ahead, thinking things through, coming up with mitigation plans and prioritising investments in the right way. Another point that was made of the five that really resonated with, I think, what we're trying to do in our profession now is consider all stakeholders in decision-making. Because whatever way you look at it, humanity is starting to care more deeply about our planet. If you look at the older generation, so our grandparents, you've got their granddaughters or grandsons coming to them, how do you say, asking them, what are they doing to provide a better future for them to grow into? What decisions are they taking? If you look at pension products and investments there, the younger generation aren't going to appreciate the older generation not questioning investments made in in areas that could be perhaps destroying uh, their natural environment and not providing much of a world for them to grow up into. Uh, So you've got investors uh, putting pressure to make better decisions. You've employees too, in terms of questioning what are their organizations doing to provide a better environment for all of us. And also, another angle I really liked, and a really good point was, and I think we appreciate this in finance as well, particularly from a controllership perspective, is the waste some one process becoming a resource for the next, this sort of idea of a circular economy. And if you think about CO2 or carbon dioxide, the waste product from what we breathe out, it's actually a resource for, say, plants. That's the way nature set it up. Plastics is the same, can be turned into other things. So there is a lot of opportunity in all of this as well, particularly with investments in clean tech and clean energy. And I guess we've tried to address some of these topics on Strength and the Numbers already, bringing on guests, mentors to touch on these ones. But I think going forward, we'll probably look at bringing on more. In fact, we'll be interviewing our first green CFO in the coming weeks. And it'll be interesting to understand how other leaders in finance out there are looking at their businesses as going concerns, given What's happening in the natural world, how they're safeguarding their assets, whether or not they're having to conduct any impairment reviews because of the threats of rising sea levels, uh, temperatures and, and understanding what we can all do now by sharing those stories of what's working and what's not working perhaps as effectively as we'd like. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please remember to share it with your friends and colleagues. You can subscribe on all the major platforms iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify. And as always, really appreciate investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves, and let's keep on building our strength and the numbers.